Hello there, my fellow Americans. My name is Dr. Alex, physical therapist. And in this podcast series, we've been talking about our evolution from when we were dropped off somewhere to where we are at six months. And we found some fascinating things, right? Uh, such as our ability to, um, to switch in positions and allow ourselves to decide what environment I'm most interested in. Now, that's a choice right now uh, it could go the wrong way where now the uh, baby is choosing faulty patterns so hopefully what we're trying to do here is make sure we outline the norm so he has somewhat of a reference point here uh, and that's the only thing we're missing when we're born a reference point so that's our job to uh, establish reference points here right um so going back to what we're talking about, but first I'm going to tell you something. You might laugh once or twice because um, that's just in my character. And that's how I handle myself in the clinic. I'm coming in with some kind of problem that's not allowing you to set up a fun environment, then I get it. And that's why I set up fun, and fun environments for pretty much all my clients. So they get a, a laugh or two throughout the session, right? And that's my job too. Um, you want an environment to succeed in, well, you make it as different as you can from the one that he's been failing at. Um, so that's one way to pretty much um, take control of something that's, you know, of chronic duration, such as musculoskeletal pain. And that's the way I approach it. So uh, my rationale for choosing fellow Americans, well, uh, I made an assumption here, and that's that most um, uh, downloads have come from North America so uh, therefore I'm assuming that all my audience um, <laughs> is from North America but that's just you know one funny way to geek myself out of things um, I'm always doing that um, so anyways today's topic let's talk about that six to seven month transition and what you're gonna see there um, is that um, we're working on rocking ourselves forward and back and that's the way that I would describe rocking in an anterior to posterior direction. And I would describe shifting as a left to right, right? Um, so the last time uh, we left baby, right, he was um, working on um, locking his elbows, shifting the weight to the tummy, um, establishing a pivot point. And that's going to be his pivot point. And guess what? Now... Um, he's going to be pivoting around uh, around the tummy and he's going to start pivoting all the way around and um, have fun with it um, that's really exciting to find out as a, as a child and I think he's just pretty much able to spin his way from left to right right to left he might find a little biases well then you know how to address it promote things that go the other way uh, remember, well, with life already, we're going to have plenty of biases, so let's get rid of them um, and let, let environment, unfortunately, take uh, take its on its course, but at least we could do a thing or two to avoid all stigmas here. All right, so with that said, um, uh, the baby perfecting, rocking him back for what? Ooh, for what's to come, right? Um, movement, locomotion. And that's how we start to, to see them evolve into the sixth and seventh month. You know, they're able to get on all fours, which is, I, uh, th you know, this is where you're going to have the most fun because that's, that's a great milestone for him to get on all fours. You can do so many things in all fours, right? So um, hopefully 
seven months, he's able to acquire uh, the quadruped position, right? And um, so now he's able to acquire the position. He's not able to do much with it. So what you could do is um, catch him in other positions that he feels he's conquered or mastered. And add a little challenge or two. Um, at this point, he should be able to sit independently. In other words, now he has available use of his hands. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and every time that you see something available to us, we're going to maximize its potential. So by the time you see him um, or her in a seated position, um, some way, somehow, able to manage it without losing that position, well, then you conquer that position. And uh, if you want to put a time frame, I don't know, maybe a minute in that position without loss of balance, that should be enough. Um, and guess what? reaching right reaching for things now he's exploring it because at this point he's starting to grasp you know the fine tune um maybe i use that index finger with his pinkies and able to do apprehension of grip so almost like uh being able to handle a key um <clears throat> so uh, you know that's a little bit more outside of my spectrum an occupational therapist um to uh you know to guide those fine motor um, movements patterns right and well my job is gross motor so um, you know I'm, I'm in the process of giving you clues uh, as far as like you know him reaching with two hands with one hand reaching across reaching uh, you know four different sizes of items allowing him to set up a certain um, sequence of events to allow him to complete that function and that's the beauty of it. Uh, if I think if we start early to apply, um, you know, simple commands and work on multiple commands, then uh, that should be of great benefit. And the only reason I say that is because um, a lot of times what we see is the um, too much facilitation on behalf of the parent, right? And um, that's very common. I'm not going to blame you for that, but I'm going to tell you that uh, you know, you should be allowing a free environment to take place at this moment because the next thing that's going to happen most frequently seen is, well, as soon as he starts to, you know, quadruped his way, um, you know, uh, as far as I can from mommy, right? Well, where is mommy looking? I'm looking for uh, chase me around, pick me up and put me back. So, um, you know, that's, that's one thing that we constantly see, right? Uh, the baby took off and he happens to be by the kitchen. Well, that's great. Um, that means I didn't just kept him in some kind of corral uh, version of, uh, I mean, I think about that, right? We'll reset ourselves with, well, he's okay to do his thing within this space. Well, excuse me, male, but last time I found out that I could go above your limitations. So, uh, you know, again, uh, if he is uh, able to move out of your established uh, place for activities, he might just question it or challenge it or just go through it. Uh, remember, you know, that we are trying to see what we could do the most with we, what we just acquired. And if my job is to do some kind of uh, movement induced where it's going to lead me to be able to get uh, 
you know, further than what has been established. And I'm pretty sure that I will try that. And what's common to see? Well, again, being picked up, pulled back in, being picked up, pulled back in. Well, um, you might find that to be of some usefulness if he's left so far and then now uh, he probably won't make it back. Well, that's that's good. And that's enough rationale there to determine that uh, bringing him back to his area is, is uh, advisable. So, again, just to summarize things, we should expect the baby, uh, you know, by seven months to acquire, um, being able to go on all fours and, you know, use of that rocking anterior posterior, you could be led into um, going back to a sitting position. So now he goes from all fours to sitting. The funny thing is that most likely he'll question his ability to get there once he's in quadruped. And he's probably like, wow, did I just do this? I'm not sure what the purpose of it is, but I did it. And after that, then, well, that completes that task. So most likely he's going to give up and turn back or look back or, and uh, wait for commands. Or you could just have that baby uh, work its way around. And um, like I said, at some point, you get tired. All right, so summarize the tips here. So I'm more of a believer that... Um, not not establishing barriers and allow the child to quadruped as much as he can before he fatigues and when you see him turn back or look back or ask for help um, then it's okay to put him back in his uh, set destination I guess right but um, you know we also learn that he should be able to master other positions which give us more wiggle room to establish a challenge or two we don't want to establish a challenge or two on certain things that have just been acquired. So there's not much you could do, um, you know, in the uh, the environment where uh... But as a physical therapist, I'm looking more for trunk control, trunk rotation. So you know, again, look at the things that we could do, right? Um, we could have him, uh, you know, try to reach for the object, right? Where he's reaching across, forward, all spectrums, right? A lot. And that's why I would delegate those activities to occupational therapists, right? They're the best one fit to match the criteria for working on uh, finer things, right? Grasping, things like that. I'm focused on the gross motor component of the body and so what I'm looking for is you know who initiated first was it this that or uh, you know that's how I could tell what the preferences are well he initiated movement using x y and z that he has not mastered yet so the point of it is once he masters something we're going to question it by providing a challenge or two <clears throat> so at this point we're left only with sitting uh, quadruped and has been established but um, if you see it the first time, we'll allow it to happen again and again. He's going to have to get repetitions out of it to truly define um, a conscious movement, aside from subconscious leading the way. And that's how you find yourself um, in the other side of things.